I do. And I don't. And it's another Monday, lo and behold. I don't know if I'm, why I keep on mentioning the day of the week. It doesn't matter. I think I just want people to know, listen on a Monday, subscribe. Yeah, you get a new episode every Monday, but we also tend to record on Mondays. Oh, yeah, that happens as well. Because it's Monday today. Yeah, so it feels, but by the way, especially during COVID times, Monday is it's always the way it is for me. I don't know what day of the week it is. But uh, it is Monday, and uh, you're listening to I Do and I Don't Show on uh, at gmail.com. <laughs> now our show is, is an email address. Hi, you're listening to I Do and I Don't Show at gmail.com. Um, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> My eyes are glazing over over here. That's where you send your uh, questions, mm-hmm. and we answer them to the best of our ability. We're a marriage, sex, and relationship advice podcast. Heavy on the marriage. Just joking. Heavy on the... F- period flow um and (laughs) i think you're right i should have introduced this one you want to try i think so okay okay happy monday lovers Mm. (laughs) (laughs) don't laugh at me i'm trying here oh that was serious (laughs) happy monday lovers okay go on this is i do and i don't your favorite relationship marriage and sex advice show mm-hmm. coming to you every monday right. with a fresh new episode full, full of, of listener submitted questions, questions that we answer anonymously. anonymously stop <laughs> why are you doing that i'm just supporting you <laughs> it's not supportive <laughs> whoa um it gets serious not usually this early on in the podcast <laughs> why are you making me crazy right now i don't know. it's not funny <laughs> All right, calm down, Kat. Uh, Don't calm down. Ignore that I said calm down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm face smashing the microphone in my rage. What color magenta is this? This is one of the three? (laughs) No, wait, that was in. Next level. This is me reactionary. Okay. Mm -hmm. I apologize. Uh, Continue. No, I'm done. I'm fine. And then we. This is me passive aggressive. (laughs) Fine, fuck you and. That to you and to me, not Take me, it away, you. Joel. You People send their questions to I do and I don't show at gmail.com and then the Facebook and Instagram with the same I do and I don't show. And uh, <laughs> Kat reads them. She keeps them anonymous. And then she comes in, gives very, very good, well-thought-out advice. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I know not to push <laughs> today. <laughs> and, uh, and then I come up with some nonsense and I make these silly, dumb jokes. I'm such a dummy. I'm the dummy in the podcast. No, there are no dummies here. Yeah, okay. We both have valuable insight. Sometimes yours is more roundabout. That's true. Um, what I'm curious about is that we have never gotten any, like I, everybody, most people know that I'm into plants, house plants, mm-hmm. but no one's ever really sent us uh, house plant questions. So I wonder if like maybe that should be something we add since like it was supposed to be a marriage advice podcast, but you felt the need to add sex and relationships. I wonder if we should add house plants as well. Here's the thing. I think I can make a convincing argument for how sex and relationship advice could also be tied into a marriage podcast. Mm. Mm. I challenge you to give me a convincing argument about why we need to talk about houseplants. Okay. Without you having to do your uh, convincing argument first. Um, Well, when you've come over before COVID, do you remember when I gave you a bit of a tour of my plants and I said, you know, this is these elephant ears that I have. These are my fiddle leaf figs. Mm -hmm. And you were like, who needs children? When you have plants, yes, I guess that's there's a relationship there. Mm-hmm. So, um, remind me what was one of the points of the podcast? Oh, yeah, relationship. Okay, yeah, well, that's true. 
So if anyone has relationship questions about their houseplants, feel free to send those anonymously as well, and we'll try to get to them. Um, but please um, add something about sex or marriage to it. <laughs> I, I'm scared now of the questions that we're going to be getting. <laughs> My husband is wiping his butt with the leaves of our fiddly fig <laughs> because we ran out of toilet paper due to COVID. <laughs> I feel like that would be uncomfortable. Yeah, they don't look like the best, but they're big. They're not very pliable looking. No, they're they're a little bit more. So you want to use I would them. take that one first. Yeah, what's that? That's a, that's a dumb cane. <laughs> wipe your ass with a defumbachia. Um, Fancy. <laughs> yeah. I'm a houseplant guy. But at your house, I wouldn't need to wipe my ass. Also. No, I've got the uh, um, bidet attachment and I still have toilet paper too. So. I really miss your house for that very reason. You've used my bidet attachment? <laughs> <laughs> Oops, true confessions time. Oh, interesting. Um, I don't think you... Uh, you usually use it I downstairs. I haven't used your bidet. And that doesn't have a bidet attachment. I've never used your bidet. I haven't yet used your bidet. <laughs> Will she or won't she? <laughs> um, okay, so... I'm saving we... it for after the bath. Um, <laughs> okay, question number one. Are you ready? Yep. My girlfriend occasionally gets texts in the middle of the night from a guy she was seeing before we got serious. Mm. How can I make her understand how wrong this is? Should I be worried that she's cheating? Mm. Okay, well, um, what do you think as far as how wrong this is? I want to know how he knows who's texting her in the middle of the night, first of all. Is there an invasion of privacy happening there? Are they so open with their phones, or is he... Are you open with your phone? Not that open with my phone. I am fucking crazy protective of my phone. Mm. Why? Because I frequently get texts in the middle of the night from people I used to sleep with, obviously. Like, is it, who, like, I feel like getting a text from someone that, I mean, I really probably don't get a lot of that, but I I feel like girls are going to get a lot of texts from guys who are, as the kids are calling it, thirsty. I guess that happens, but it doesn't happen to me. Aww. (laughs) <laughs> it's yeah. not a cry for help no but like uh, but how about just checking in I guess check-ins happen sure that's a guy that's thirsty is it well I mean you can't judge every person but I feel like uh, a lot of check-ins are going to be guys that would be interested in maybe checking in a little further hmm. you good know? to know <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, if you can engage in the conversation, it can go down that that road quite possibly. Okay. Um, but uh, I'm sure sometimes it's just a friendly like uh, check to see what's going on in this person's life. I, you know, they care about you or whatever. Um, but yeah, so that is a good question. Why? But maybe she's very open uh, with her phone. Maybe he just saw it and it lit up and it was just like Damien. Damien. <laughs> Sup, boo. Um, <laughs> and it's just like, hmm, who, who's calling you boo? Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. So then. how wrong this is. I want you to answer the, that. Like, how wrong is it? Well, I don't know. I have no idea. Is Context, she, really? Yeah, there's zero context here. So, mm-hmm. like, is she engaged in something with Damien? Is this a mm-hmm. random text that just kind of happened to land in her inbox? Is there an exchange happening between the two of them? So we don't know what that relationship is like. Like I would, I would feel uncomfortable if 
I was with someone and somebody they were dating was texting them in the middle of the night. Middle of the night, it's just like, you up? Yeah, I would be really freaked out by that. I, I can mm-hmm. be honest. I'd be like, okay. what, why are they sending you this message right now? Mm-hmm. And then they would probably say, I don't know. And then I would still be like, I feel like this is not okay. What happens when they open the conversation and there's no history of conversation? Okay, well, here's where I'm a huge weirdo because I'm at the point in my life where if I feel like I have to even look at that conversation, that I need to like step the fuck back from mm-hmm. what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like I either need to readdress the relationship or I need to check my own trust issues. Right. I don't ever want to be the person who has to look at your phone. Ever. You know, a, a, an, an ex of mine, um, like right right away early in the, the relationship, it was kind of a joke, mm-hmm. but I didn't lock my phone at the time. I've only actually recently started uh, keeping it locked or whatever. Since you met me? Yeah, since okay. just because I knew yeah. if Kat grabs that phone, she's going to see all the salacious texts that I send everyone. And for some reason, I would care about that <laughs> as opposed to just asking for your opinion on them. Um, but uh, so she would uh, like s- steal my phone as a joke, but it was also, I think, like there was a truth to it where it was just like, oh, I, Red want, flag. I want to know exactly what's going on. Yeah, no, I don't mean, do that. You can't do that. Um, but yeah, you're right. If there's... If there's that going on, but what happens when you, when someone like we've had questions in the past, this is completely unrelated, kind of a bit unrelated, but we've had questions in the past where the guy kissed the girl, Mm -hmm. kissed the ex-girlfriend at a thing and he was sorry about it and he was going to talk to his wife about it. Like in that context, would she be like, okay, but I want to be able to look at your phone. Like, you know, is that reasonable at that time? If you've caught someone cheating? Or they've admitted to or it, they've or you've admitted caught to them cheating? to be like, okay, I, to keep him accountable. <sighs> like if there's an as an accountability thing, and to feel that there's. But that doesn't actually work because in that window, like you get the text, the ground is shaky. Mm. You're on your best behavior, right? Right. So you're gonna like either not send any texts that you shouldn't, or you're gonna delete them as soon as they come in. Um, and so it's not like. But what if this is forever? Who wants to be in a relationship where they're perpetually having to check? Here's my phone, dear. That sounds horrible. Ugh, yeah. Right? Like, you deserve more than that. You deserve to feel more trusting than that. And if you can't do that in the context of a relationship, you need to work on your own shit so that you can find your way to being that person. Yeah. By the way, buy a burner phone. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Text me at this number, baby. Yeah, if you're going to be a cheater in a relationship. Yeah, get a a flip phone phone. that nobody knows you have. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, that's how I feel about phone checking. Right. Even in the most like compromised moments that I have felt in recent days, and someone has said, "Here, you can check my phone," I have said, "No, I'm not going to do it. Mm. I can't do it. It's compromising more of myself than I want to." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, you have to sort of choose to trust somebody if there are those red flags and what but but what is the point in this question where like how wrong this is who's writing the guy's writing this about her is there a second tier to this question how wrong is it and uh should i be worried that she's cheating ah so should you be so it's impossible for us to answer whether mm -hmm. it's wrong or not to get the message in the middle of the night yeah could it give you a sense that something is amiss and maybe she's cheating sure it could for yeah. sure and also is is it um nightly 
Yeah. You know, is it all the time? Is it like once out of the blue or is it frequently happening? It's like, here's that, uh, here's that link to that dildo I was going to buy for you. You know, is that constantly, yeah. you know, that all these different... Yeah, that one right there, I, can, I feel yeah. like if you Last saw night that was text, amazing, babe. <laughs> yeah. If you see either of those texts, you can pretty much guarantee that she's cheating and you should yeah. leave. If it's once every nine months, the same guy is saying, sup, boo? Yeah. Or sending her, you know thinking about you or something like that, that's a guy who is into her yeah. and she's not been responsive. Yeah. So that's maybe, uh, but again, you know, and also talk to her and, and do you have some sort of, I mean, people can be very dis- deceitful and they can seem different than they actually are. So it could be that she, you know, you could talk to her and she could be like, no, babe, I don't have any, you know, Whatever, and then also be boning someone else. Mm-hmm. It's hard to really know. Like if but you, I think you kind of can get a vibe. Yeah, if you address the subject of cheating and you are getting a vibe, then you should pay attention to that because even if it's not based necessarily in fact, you've got some stuff to work on. In the relationship like with her or just on his own? On his own, for sure. So he's the one that's the problem. It's not that he's a problem. It's that his trust issues are a problem. Okay. But what are these, like have we talked about red flags like i don't know if we actually have an answer for this i don't know if you do because i don't we've never talked about cheating red flags so in 31 episodes (laughs) are there so like how do you what do you what are we what could we know and this is like so like um i feel like every possible cheating red flag is could easily be explained in some other way right and also you yeah you we give them these red flags and then everyone's going to be seeing them in their relationships and freaking out yeah so it's it's almost fear-mongering but what are they <laughs> like are there some... like if your boyfriend's beard smells like pussy oh yeah 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 that's, shave guys shave your beards it's a, a good one <laughs> yeah um if he suddenly starts trimming his pubes and has never done so before mm-hmm um, if he has, like, if his uh, penis looks like a candy cane because there's lipstick going up and down it and that, you only use it. lip that's gloss. Yep. Uh, if you find someone else's underwear in his pocket. You know what? I thought of a, I thought of a um, horrible idea the other day. Oh, good. Um, I can't wait to hear it. So uh, I thought, you know, if you think your boyfriend, you can think your girlfriend is cheating, but... If you think your boyfriend's cheating, I thought um, a way to see <laughs> this is such a bad idea. <laughs> so I thought this, I should mention this on the podcast and see how much cat cringes. <laughs> you get a pair of underwear that he doesn't know uh, either of yours or you buy some new underwear and you shove it in his couch. And then while you're like fooling around on his couch, you pull out this pair of underwear and you go, who the hell, who the hell are these? Who do these belong to? So you're suggesting you plant underwear? You plant underwear and then see what his reaction is. Because if he's like, they're probably yours. Because I don't know whose they could possibly be. Then you're like, okay, he's definitely not cheating. But if he starts to make excuses, oh, no, my uh, uh, friend, friend, I think I'd let a gym use the house. I think maybe his girlfriend, then he's probably cheating. Probably. Because he doesn't know whose they are he he figures they're you know uh candace's and uh he has to make excuses never do this this is the worst (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i'm listening to it and i'm kind of like oh i wonder what would happen yeah because but like imagine being the guy in that situation because you're like i really don't know who's under (laughs) and you were innocent and you you are innocent but you don't know what to say 
No, you're panicking. Is it, like, is it uh, the underwear of an imagine, ex of mine? Imagine being Still? the guy in that scenario and then learning that your girlfriend planted them there to test oh, you. Oh my goodness. If you are that guy, leave her. Leave her. She crazy. She's nuts. She crazy. I don't know why I thought of this, but she's nuts. (laughs) (laughs) So future Joel girlfriends, if ever you're making out with him on the couch and he pulls out a pair of boxer briefs from your sofa. Whose are these? This is your house. You heard it here first. (laughs) They're yours, idiot. Oh. Oh, I love it. Um, Yeah, no, I don't suggest anyone actually do that, but it's interesting. I caught someone cheating once because I hacked into their computer. mm -hmm. Yeah, I hacked into their laptop. I had a feeling that something was totally amiss. This is from the girl that, I do not want to check your phone, but I will chat. No, no, this this is like 20 20 years ago, a long time ago. This is why I won't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. Because I think if you have to work that hard to find what you can already feel, Mm -hmm. then you should just pay attention to what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, so I found an email exchange between him and an ex-girlfriend and I knew that if I confronted him, he would make something up. So instead, before he came home, cause he'd gone out of town for the day, I called her and met her for coffee to talk to her about mm. what was up. And she told me everything and I believed her more than I believed him. Mm. Well, of course, what was her motivation to lie? Mm, I don't know. To she, get your man? She, Fine. <laughs> Yeah, have him. He's yours. Enjoy your life. But you already found like the evidence on the... I found evidence that they were in communication in a way that he had said they were not. Uh, There was no hard evidence that they were having sex with each other. So then what did you do? Did you just leave or did you confront him then? I confronted him after that and then I left. How? What was that confrontation like? Did something break? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to not answer that. (laughs) Was the was, was my your, heart was your uh, hair broke. red there at the time <laughs> at this at that time? My everything was red during that conversation. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> Moving your along. face, my your face. arms, your neck. Yeah. Um. Well, that's unfortunate, but yeah. So we we don't know the answer to this question. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> the question is: You shouldn't. You should possibly be worried that she's cheating, but you should have a conversation about it with her, and then decide yeah. how trustworthy you feel that she is. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel like she's trust, trustworthy, 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 you should pay attention to that. One one more uh, little question that I have for you, Kat, is like, w- like we don't know what her relationship with this guy is, but um, if. It's just a guy she used to have a relationship with, and she doesn't really engage with him in conversation. You know, there's, I, I believe, because I've seen it in, like, screenshots from people on uh, the internet, there's many conversations where the guy will constantly be sending little things, you know, after months, another one, another one, another one. Hey, you look pretty, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the girl never responds. Right. It's just a one-sided conversation. Yeah. Um, if that's what this is, why aren't we just blocking the number? Yeah, that's a good question. Now, it's not for him to really ask her to do, but mm-hmm. maybe the suggestion of it, like, why wouldn't you just block it? You don't have to do it for me. I guess in this case, it would kind of be for me, because it's just. but it's for both of us to just say, this one's gone. You yeah. know, you're not responding anyway. There's not, If you like to talk to this guy... If you enjoy communicating and, and when he checks in, you enjoy going, I'm pretty good, boo. How are you? <laughs> Maybe don't call him boo. Yeah. Maybe no one should ever say boo. No but anyway. Call anyone boo ever, <laughs> ever. Um, but yeah, solved. Question number two. My husband and I are curious about exploring prostate massage because we've read that it can... <laughs> Wait. 
Why are you laughing? I just love when some some of these questions are just like, here's this crazy scenario. My husband likes would like me to finger his ass. Yeah, well, that's more than figuring fingering an okay, ass. Okay, go on. So, um, You're going to have more to offer than than I am on this one. Yeah, because we know you're 100% straight. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we know you're 100% straight. Uh. Which is not to say that having your ass massaged by your partner is gay in any way. Not at all. And even if it was, there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Caveat, caveat, caveat. Backpedaling. <laughs> parentheses, um, parentheses, bracket, bracket. Anyway, they've heard that it can stimulate orgasm. Uh-huh. And they want to know how to do this safely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know how to do it safely? I sure do. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this is going to be a boring... <laughs> Anal instruction, you know, um, uh, so how much of a finger does somebody need to put into a butt? So it's in the butthole. The prostate is technically located in between the base of the penis and the rectum. So you can't, is the only way to get at it? So you can do it just in the perineum area? Yeah. Just beyond the balls? You can. Access it in the perineum. Do you have perineum. To... Did you say perineum or perineum? I, 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 I thought it was perineum. I always thought it was perineum too, but I've heard a friend refer to it multiple times now as perineum, and I'm like, oh. I think they're but wrong. she also says Uranus, and we all know it's Uranus. What? <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with this person? I think we might know the answer. Oh, uh, what's the other one that people get wrong all the time? Um, the uh, the, well, there's clitoris or clitoris. Well, apparently both are correct pronunciations. So this is... Do you say clitoris or do you say clitoris? I usually say uh, clitoris. I, I said clitoris for a long time, but now I say clitoris. clitoris. Anyway, so yes, you can access the prostate from the outside. Now, how how uh, firm of a... How much pressure do you need from to, the outside, to get it from the outside? Well, here's the thing. Um, let me read this. I found this great article on healthline.com, so we can post it in the show notes. But um, We're going to post the oh, a link to the article. Mm-hmm. Uh, the perineum is firmer near the front of the penile bulb, which is where the shaft ends. Boring. Why do you have to make this so the penile bulb? Yeah. So then you're looking for the spot that's softer and fleshier towards the back. And that's okay, what you're aiming for. <laughs> Joel puts his hand down his pants. Do you have to be fully aroused to hear that? Uh, to f- hear that? <laughs> Not only do I think with my dick, I hear with it as well. I hear with my erection. Um, you, if you are able to connect with the prostate from the outside, it feels like you have to pee. So that's the sensation you're looking for. Okay. So you're... But yes, being very aroused is extremely useful because the prostate gland swells up. Yeah, because like when you're not aroused, the whole area would probably feel just soft. Exactly. But it's when you're aroused, you kind of feel the the hardness beyond Mm -hmm. and then some softness beyond that, Mm -hmm. I guess. That's right. Interesting. And then beyond that, of course, is the... The butthole. The butthole. So from the inside uh-huh. of the oh wait but the, so wait so you you press that soft area beyond the yes and then how hard do you press that um, you have to experiment with that because it's different for and everyone. what do you like what like just wait we'll get to it in a okay minute. just slow your roll all right but I thought we're already going at the anus thing I thought that no but we, there's also you can get it from the inside so okay so and, and it is and more effective talk about how to stimulate it after that okay mm-hmm. it's far more effective to get it from the inside okay so how deep does the finger need to dive and do you need one or two it's in the front wall of the rectal lining front wall um so you're going and you're feeling for a fleshy bulb of tissue <laughs> so if I am laying on my back 
Mm-hmm. With my legs back, back as far as they can go. <laughs> yes. Picture it. I am. <laughs> is, that, is that getting the same reaction as when I mentioned the guy standing in the corner masturbating? Anyway. No, not quite, but... <laughs> Are, are you, is it almost like that when you're uh, simulating a woman's sort of G spot, you're going right inside and up? And yeah. then, so it's kind of the same idea, it's but the in come the hither. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's right, right in there. Yeah. And you're going to feel the market difference between that and the other tissue in that area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sexy. The other tissue will feel a lot different. Just you. <clears throat> so um, you, these are various stimulation methods. So you can do that come hither, which we just so said. So you're just rubbing that bulb. Yeah, so you can use an index finger and curl your finger upward in this I would use I would motion. use the middle finger. I, feel I, like I would more. too, but I'm double jointed at the end of this digit. So it gets... Only that finger? Yeah, look, it, it gets crazy. That's, you are it, double jointed in one <laughs> finger? It's Yeah. That's insane. What's insane is how it happened, but that's a story. It happened? It wasn't, oh, your other finger isn't double jointed like that? No, I hyperextended it, and I'm not going to talk about that right now. (laughs) And it was a sexual thing. Um, Yes or no, it was a sexual, it was during a sexual No, it was volleyball. Okay, well, that's not that interesting. Elementary school. Um, I just use that excuse for everything. (laughs) So you, All right, you're not being honest. Okay, so anyway. You have to use lube as well. This is very important. Right. You And you, you want to do this when people are relaxed, right? Like So everyone has to be on board for this and comfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, 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 tell me more. Tell, well, show me if more it's gonna, like, I don't know if there's many situations where you're going to be able to do this if the guy's not on board. I guess <laughs> I guess there are none. Actually, there is there there is the scenario where you're blowing him, like he's laying down. You're blowing him, and you and surprise him. Just put that finger in. Well, yeah, because a, a lot of situ- positions and situations, you just don't have the access to have your finger just as like that way getting mm-hmm. into the butthole. Mm-hmm. I guess the only time is when you're going down on him. And if you're gonna like, if there's a lot of saliva in the area, and you sort of just play with the butthole a little bit you know, see what the reaction is with that. You don't have to like slip the finger in right away. Don't do that at all, actually. Yeah. But you, if you just play and he's like, oh, I'm into that. And then you, you know, maybe put some pressure on it. Maybe we'll see. Maybe he would. I mean, you can also sit down and have a conversation about it. That would be the nice thing. But it could also be fun just to. Surprise someone with a finger? You don't surprise it, but you just like kind of play in the area. And and, see if he's going to stop you or not. Is that wrong? I think maybe. I, I don't know. I, I feel like butt so. play should be something that's discussed ahead of time. I'm going to say... Mm, Especially I, with I, a guy. Like, oh, so many men are so squeamish about this. I, um, okay. I, I'm going to say that I, I feel like you can uh, sort of... Especially in the moment, you can sort of uh, test the area. And, and you'll get an immediate yay or nay. Mm. Or, or maybe not. You'll get an immediate nay. If you're gonna get a nay, if you if the yay is there, then you're gonna you'll then. You'll what if what if your partner thinks that they're not into it, but it's only because they've never done it before? Then that's a great way to just you experiment. Like obviously, again, and we're both on board with the whole idea of you don't put a finger in anything without asking first. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you can put a finger in a vagina without asking. Like I mean, wrong. <laughs> no, but cat. Like if you're going down Implied on someone consent. and you sort of it, yeah. yes. Ongoing, yeah, implied, yeah, consent. But if they're like, no, don't, okay. 
but usually it's you can just like slip in it. Actually, implied consent is a bad thing. No, we want explicit consent. Actually, I think that implicit consent would be like, oh yeah, okay, right. Yeah. But uh, we're on board with consent. Yeah. Consent, one hundred percent, not implied. The, yes, very clearly. You, the, the person's just like, if they're like, nah, then don't do that. Um, so can you ask? Do you say like, do you want me to put my finger in your ass? I would say that if you're. Um, you know, like I say, everything's really wet and, and you're, you know, playing with other things in that area. Because everyone likes their balls being played with. Everyone likes their perineum being played with. It's not true that everyone likes their balls being played with. By All right, well, most people... I like my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the balls... Who doesn't like their balls? Like, what's the reason for that? They're too sensitive. All right, well, don't smack them. No, but like the, just even being touched okay. in well, the testicular that's area. That's wild. Feels but crazy. so most people probably can handle some ball play, mm-hmm. perineum. So if you go a little bit further and then there's a little bit of bum massage, butthole massage, um, you know, if they react positively to that, then I would say if you apply a little bit more pressure to the butthole, mm-hmm. then see how they react to that. Yes. Putting a, bu- a finger right in might be the sort of line in the sand. Yeah, it can be shocking and painful, so don't do that. It's a, f- a finger? If someone's never had a finger in their ass before and suddenly there is one? Honestly, I haven't, uh, to be very honest. Um, so I don't know for sure, but I feel like just a finger wouldn't hurt. Okay, try it on yourself. A lady finger? Any finger. Shoving anything in your ass without any warning. You're already sort of playing. You're already like, and then you're adding a bit of pressure. How can, how can just going beyond the, uh, breaching the, what's. I'm telling you right now, because it's a sphincteral muscle. The Mm. second you clench, if anything tries to breach that, it hurts like a motherfucker. snap the finger off. No, they're not going (laughs) to snap the finger off. They're not a Venus flytrap. What the No, but it it can hurt. Like if someone isn't prepared and they're feeling nervous about it, they clench and then you're still going. It's Uh, not nice no matter what you're shoving up there. Go really slow. Go really slow. Ease into it. Use a lot of lube. Make sure they're super aroused. Go slow. Yeah. Anyway, once you're in there, you can employ the come hither, and you're supposed to increase the By speed. By the way, there's, uh, there is the other option where you just put your hand over their mouth and shove it in. No, <laughs> that's not an option in any universe, Joel. Jesus H. Christ. Everyone ignore him. He's ignore terrible. that. I'm joking. I'm joking. Evil. Now I'm the other shade of red. Um, there's also the doorbell. Where you rest yeah. your pad of your finger and oh. you gently press. As in, inside the? F- inside. Asshole. Yeah, inside. You Where can. what are you pressing that direction? Are they, like because if the thing is on the upper, when they're laying down, it's it's yeah. penis direction. Yeah, ding 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 yeah. ding ding ding. So Door it's bell. the doorknob on the other side of the wall. Do, like you have to do, put your do, do, do like ding, that. Ding, ding, ding. Come, <laughs> the sound effects are hither. really helpful. Come hither is like a coaxing. Okay. The doorbell is just like an, a pressure, and you can mix it up with speed and different types mm-hmm. of pressure and mm-hmm. different intervals. Yeah. Um, and then there's circling. Mm-hmm. Okay. It can circle your way around the entire perimeter of the prostate gland. I think feel like that's a buildup. You can change up pressure and speed, yes, mm. allowing the pressure to build up. The pleasure to build up is mm. exactly what it says. Okay. Um, and then you can try to simulate vibration, which is a little hard on the wrist, they say, after a while. So you yeah. should save that for yeah. the end game. Hey, we've, we've all been there. <laughs> so that's an end game when orgasm is close. 
So you're going to want to have some feedback about this. Too. Yeah, you can hopefully uh, respond to uh, ver verbal and physical cues as one might when they're uh, simulating a woman um, in, in various ways. Yes. Um, now, the, this article obviously didn't uh, think of this because uh, <laughs> articles are thinking um, that you could probably go inside the butthole and perineum you probably get the thing from both angles. Ooh. And that would probably be quite explosive. You know? I wish I could try it. And maybe... <laughs> I, I genuinely wish I could go home and try this. Where is... I gotta <laughs> Where, find an open asshole somewhere. <laughs> Where's a prostate gland when I need one? Prostate! Prostate! <laughs> Who's got a prostate? Um, and I feel like... like um, could, could you stimulate that? Like, use both hands... To stimulate, I wonder if you could even like stimulate the one with the one hand, stroke with your other hand, and then like get your tongue in in that. That would be gymnastic, but possible. I think it's possible. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if you can apply enough pressure with the tongue. See, that's why it's good to have threesomes. Exactly. So exactly, cat. Bring in enforcements. Got to get another chick in there. She can get. The or other. I don't want another guy <laughs> touching my perineum. Here we go again. That's gay. Your heteronormative, <laughs> boring ways. When they're hanging out, when they're they're <laughs> rubbing the head of their dick on my perineum. Oh wow! Why not just put it put that in the butthole and then get the. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so that's nice. So so <laughs> if you if you just get both your hands down there. And then he, does he still need to stroke himself or is that enough stimulation you think? No, I think there needs to be some stroking. Yeah. Yeah. So there's the stroking. So actually, if you get two hands, this is the way I would do it. Get two <laughs> hands down there, one inside, one on the mm -hmm. other side, because I think you need that for pressure. Yeah. Get your mouth on his balls mm. and then have him stroking his penis. That's very, very good. And then, yep. and then. Um, Father's Day is coming up, guys. Yeah. And then when he's ready to go, get your just get your face on that. There's like a dick. solid month of practicing and researching technique, and then Father's Day, June, yeah, barbecue and prostate massage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's going to be really great. By the way, I think that like think about what you would also like because I, I don't think for it's Father's fair. Day. Oh well, some I, people only get blowjobs on Father's Day. Do you know what? That? I know it's so sad. Ugh. Or like birthdays, birthday blowjobs only. Insane. I remember a, f a friend of mine or coworker of mine was <laughs> was just gave her husband a blowjob and had and mentioned it. And I was like, um, just "Where like do a, you work? <laughs> don't tell us." The sex shop. Um, Where is anyone allowed to talk about that at work they anymore? Just met, besides look, here, different time, different time. Mm. Um, and she, I was just like, "You guys didn't have." You didn't like it was just a morning BJ. You didn't go any further, and she's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Well, were you on your period or something?" And she's like, "Blowjobs aren't just for periods, Joel." <laughs> but I was like, hey, "That's true. a nice, that's a nice marriage where it's just like, hey, let me give you a nice." Blow I've job. totally done that. Absolutely. Well, of course, people do it. I guess, but like, I always think that like, oh, okay, let's have a. More of a full experience, like you. I let's give you something as well. Like, why is it just like I'm just gonna lay there and I mean it's happened, cat. But like, it's not like uh, I don't know. It's not my default mindset. Well, I don't think it's like, my default mindset either. But it's fun to do sometimes. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's like especially if you're in a work from home scenario. 
Just like let's m- have a quick. Uh, I'll just do that for just you. Crawl and under can... the desk. Yeah. Hmm. Give you some head. Oh, crawl under the desk. Yeah, that's heaven. I, uh, you know, sometimes when I'm working on music here, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice to have someone down there. <laughs> Not distracting me too much, but just, you know. Um, all right. So I, we, I think this was very, that was a very good answer to that. And I, and I thought I wouldn't be able to contribute much, but, but I think I really did you contribute really did some something. excellent technique recommendations. <laughs> Are you ready for question number three? Sure. Um, I think I won't have a lot to say about this one, so hopefully mm. you will. Okay. Okay. Dear Cat and Joel, roughly half the women I have dated recently want to be choked during sex. What's with roughly that? Roughly half. Roughly half of them. That's the whole answer. Yeah, what's with that? <laughs> I can't answer that question. I don't know. You're the woman. I know, but I have a thing about choking. Oh, so. yeah, that's right. You did yeah. mention that. Well, that Although, is. Oh, no, I'm not going to say it. It's okay. I have nothing to say about this. I, I, I mean, I have some theories, but I'm going to let you take this one first as I sputter out over here. I think there's there's uh, so many variables that you'd maybe have to ask the individuals and then you get like a uh, well-rounded uh, answer. The half of them. Yeah, but like I, I know that I've had a sexual experience in my life where I did, I, I'm not saying choke, and I don't know if this guy means choking like actually choking out someone to the point where they're actually like losing breath mm-hmm. or if it's just holding the neck. Yeah. Cause I think that there's a vast difference there. And I have a feeling that 50% of women don't want to almost lose consciousness during sex. <laughs> I really hope <laughs> I'm pretty I really confident. Hope. And I never want to sound judgy, but that, no, I'm pretty that's confident. a scary scenario for yeah. me. <laughs> I, but you know, that heightened, uh, there's a heightened sexual release, I guess, when you uh, have less oxygen. I don't know what it is. That's why people do that. Erotic asphyxiation yeah. business. Um, but I don't. I've, I have a feeling that that's not 50% of women have gotten into erotic asphyxiation. Mm-hmm. I feel like they like to be held by their neck. Right. Possibly. But anyway, I, I did have an experience where I did, you know, employ that, where I did, and you know, just held a girl's neck and it's not an angry thing but it's almost like a handle um (laughs) a head handle yeah it's just like uh. um and uh she did tell me that she did not like that like she and i was like well you could have that was after the fact you could have told me during oh yes you could have been like don't do that yeah and i wouldn't have done it's not like i need that yeah you know but it's true that women sometimes will request that or i've even had like take my hand and put it there mm-hmm. and I guess that's probably one of the common ways that that is so where requested. do you where do you think it comes from and why is there such a prevalence about it I now? think there's I think there's a lot going on like I think there's a lot of various reasons and I think one of the reasons which might even be one of the greater reasons is that they think you enjoy it mm. like I think that but where they get that idea from which is probably pornography porn. that was my answer yeah yeah but I think there's probably this uh idea that men will do are going to want to do that and mm-hmm. will enjoy that so they want to say like you can do this you know but i also think that the there's women can enjoy it too of course and that could be in a domination sort of uh, scenario where they're wanting to feel dominated so grab my neck and fuck me like that's a very what happened to hair what happened to good old fashioned grab well, me that, by the hair? That's the other, that's doggy style. What are you going to grab their hair when the, I mean, you can a bit and hold their head back when you're 
like missionary, but, um, but the next right there, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, this you one, this one hits like home it. for me. I know it's like hard. It, it's hard for me to be objective, but yes, I certainly imagine that there's like a power dynamic at play yeah. and I have no issue with playing with power dynamics. Yeah. And amazing, uh, and yes, I think maybe it's become more prevalent because it's seen more prevalently in porn. Mm-hmm. And so, that's probably why fifty percent of the women you've been with have been like, "Oh, do this," because I, I think you might want to do it, and you might enjoy it, and you might have a good time, and I want you to have a good time with me. Mm-hmm. And that might be the answer if you ask these people. That might be. A, a lot of the answers I don't know I, I just I thought you might like you know what I mean like I if I don't if I don't know if, is the answer I don't know I just kind of like it then that, I don't know how <laughs> much I believe that answer but if know. it's like I feel like you're strong I like to feel that control I like to feel somewhat dominated those are very real feelings that people enjoy mm-hmm. and that could be where that comes from have you ever actually asked someone that you were sleeping with why they like various sexual acts for sure. Why do you like that? Like I'd be I, I, like not in the moment, but I'll go like, why do you? And sometimes it's because, like, if it is something like uh, like overt domination, like they really want to feel like held down, or you know, they like those sorts of scenarios. I'll be like, is does it come from, like you're? We've talked about many mm-hmm. times. Does it come from a place of trauma? Yep. Because I kind of want to be aware of that. And I don't know what that's going to do as far as changing anything for me, but maybe it would make me more sensitive to like, can it go too far or what's I was just going to say that. I actually think that awareness will help you be better able to intuit how far to take it. Yeah. Like, and, and, and is this a positive reinforcement of something or is this not a good mm. thing? You know, so it's nice to be aware of that, and but I don't think I've run into uh, scenarios where that was the case. Um, it's more like I don't. I just really enjoy feeling somebody f- feeling that power from yeah. someone, yeah. and and it just it's very sexy to me. So okay, well I'll play along with that. That's fun, you know. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I do ask, and I remember an ex did the thing where they took my hand and put it on their neck. And then afterwards I was like, so why did you do that? Do you enjoy that? Mm-hmm. And the answer was, well, I'm indifferent towards it. Not, <laughs> not really, but I thought you would enjoy it. Thought it was something you'd get off on or whatever. And I was like, well, it's fine. <laughs> it's not a huge thing for me to yeah. do that. But if you're not really into it, then there's no reason to kind of make that happen yeah make the things happen that you really want to happen yeah and if you're okay with something that I enjoy like if I enjoyed grabbing your neck or spanking you a little bit or whatever then you know that's fine if you're cool you roll with that but there's no reason to initiate something that you just have this foggy idea someone else might enjoy yes you know let them initiate you initiate the stuff you like yeah people are so passive and so you know like not in their own they don't understand their own sexuality almost or they don't know what they like or they don't you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I find that like figure your thing out don't always worry about the other guy like they'll figure they can figure their thing out you know own your own with a partner who's not very communicative and you have no idea what they like well you the like 
You just do whatever you want. You do whatever you want. <laughs> I mean, I I think let me like I think that I would um try things, but the, the things of course, the, I mean, the thing about sex where what I just said kind of falls crumbles a little mm. bit is the idea that a lot of the things that I'm getting out of it is giving someone else something. Right. So, of course, I'm going to try things that, for me, I'm not getting enormous pleasure out of them necessarily. But I am because I know that they're getting a lot of pleasure out of them. So, and you might even, that there's areas where you might even push things, um, not push them in a horrible way, but like kind of try things that the person might be like, oh, I, like how many times have I heard in my life, oh, I don't like when guys go down on me. You've heard that a lot? A lot. Oh. Like, I've slept with like 3,000 women, so... No, I'm just, <laughs> okay, Will. I've, I've heard that like 2,700 times. No, I've heard that a lot because there's a few reasons for it. One is the person they were with before wasn't very good at it, mm. so it was just kind of an annoying sort of uncomfortable situation where they were bored and they just had a guy lapping at their vagina or, or described as shoving the tongue inside the vagina oh, wow. repeatedly as if that's gonna oh. my tongue what is my tongue a small wet floppy penis is that oh, the way it works that makes me so sad right so they're like i don't really like that i'm like no, the, no, no joel i know you've questioned why we need to talk about sex on this podcast <laughs> but you have just answered it i guess you're right i guess you're right we can help people um because that's like so i go yeah of course you think you don't like it you will like it yeah if it's done properly and then um, I think there's the other thing where a lot of girls are insecure about their, their vaginas in general. That like, does it smell or does it, you know, <laughs> are these juices fine or, you know, what's going on down there? So, um, so there's that resistance. Oh, I don't, I don't like that. I'm, you know, I'm not going to feel. It's just like, okay, but you should like open yourself up to that because you will you can come. There is nothing better than a partner who gives you really positive feedback about your pussy. Right. And I, well, I mean, I really enjoy vaginas, so it's hard for me not to. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the best. Like, I'll be like, oh, this is wonderful. Um, <sighs> but <laughs> will they? <or> <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> this is the, the theme. This is the final episode of I Do and I Don't. <laughs> Ever. Ever. <laughs> No, Joel, we are not coworkers. We are not co-hosts. <laughs> I will never see you again. Let me get your perineum. <laughs> I need a prostate. What's wrong with you? I know you have one. I don't even have one, Kat. You do! Um, but, um, but yeah, the... But that's what I was saying was... <laughs> what were if, you saying? Where are we? <laughs> if someone comes to you and goes, I don't like receiving oral pleasure, it doesn't work for me, you can go, okay, I will respect that you are saying no right now. <laughs> but but I'm let also me, yeah, seeing you throw down a gauntlet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but uh, let me have a go. That's the spirit. Yeah, and, and I mean... What if you have someone who says, I feel nervous about it because it takes me a really long time to have an orgasm? Yeah, then go, I really enjoy making out with... a real. You have an adorable pussy. I really enjoy making out with uh, vaginas. So don't worry about it, you know? And then guess what? It doesn't take them that long. <laughs> <sighs> um, so that's question number three. Do you have a curveball or do we... <laughs> 
yay. What um, was the question? We answered it already. <laughs> and and then we oh, just... something about strangling people. Yes. <laughs> something about strangling. Some about strangling bitches. So anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, talk to the people. That, if you want to know why these girls are interested in it, you got to talk to them. But those are some theories that I have. And me too. Mm-hmm. Also my theories. Okay, what is the... Curveball? This is welcome. We now we're going to do the segment. Do you have one? I do. Now we're doing the segment called Cat's Curveball. Let's take a little walk. Yeah, let's take a little stroll. Well, Cat wants to know what I know. So, Cat, what's your curveball for uh, me? Is it for me or for it's us? It's for you. For me. Specifically today. for you. I want to know what is the most important thing you've learned about yourself in the pandemic. Oh my goodness, I thought these were going to be fun curveballs. <laughs> this is this is so difficult because I feel like I may not have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Lame. Edit it out. Okay, so take 2. This is so difficult for me because it feels like I may not have an answer. <laughs> No, but like if I, th- I got to think about what I've learned about myself in the pandemic. Um, well, I'll, I'll sort of take a, sp- okay, yeah, I guess, I don't know if I've learned this about myself or if I've just become more, I'm going down this, this path of a certain way of thinking. So, and I don't know if this is something that, like, it's definitely um, something that I'm sure I've gotten from my parents. Like, this is their, their conspiracy theorists. Well, at least my mom and I think my dad to some extent. (laughs) They, they kind of hop on certain trains, not all of the conspiracies. Like, they probably, I don't know what they think about 9-11. But, um, but they will, that is the, but so, and they, and they're kind of like, I think conspiracy theory is the best way to put it. I don't consider myself a conspiracy theorist. And I know that like early episodes, I was just like, this COVID thing's going to go away in a week. Calm down. And now it's where we are now, which is, and it's kind of crazy. And I'm still very unsure about what this has been. Mm-hmm. I, it, we're in the middle of it. I don't know if we'll ever know anything yeah, I feel like COVID times is going to be one of those, like, there's going to be movies about it that all tell a different story, yeah. and none of us are ever going to know where this came from, why this happened the way it did, if the choices that we make made now as far as self-isolation and, and the way we, the economy and all that stuff, if that was the right choice or if it was insane, we will never know the answer to these things. Or maybe we, hopefully we will, but you know, there's a good chance we may not. But what it has done for me is made me become more anti-bureaucracy and kind of anti-capitalism mm-hmm. and anti-government than ever before. I don't know if it's made me a socialist, but it's made me kind of hate this system. Mm-hmm. And the fact that everybody is like, What's the government doing? What's the government? What's the government doing? Like, there's something in my soul that wants us to do for us. You're not alone in that. Yeah. And that, like, I think, so that's what it is, If to answer your question. The biggest thing for me is, like, where are the neighbors? Yeah. Like, who, 
why did we all go buy all the toilet paper? Mm-hmm. Who were they that did that? Yeah. Like, I know it wasn't me, but who are the monsters that did that? Yeah. And why did we go, oh, this is why uh, America is in such bad shape because the government, well, what about the human beings on the ground making their choices? Yeah. You know? And that's because that's what we are is we're people, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, 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 and then the, there are the conspiracy theories of the, you know, you start talking about, um, I think there's a conversation about like uh, compulsory vaccines or those types of things. And they, that scares me. It and is scary. Digital identities, the fact that it's... they're all separated from each other and we exist in a digital form. And if the government wants us to be even more connected so that they can keep track of us, that stuff makes me angry for some reason. Well, there's lots of reasons it should make you angry. Yeah. So that stuff has come up during this time. And it, and again, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. I don't live in fear. But I'm like kind of aware and going, no, no, I just want to be, I want to go for a walk mm-hmm. in nature. And I want to exist in the real world. I love social media. But I want that to be a choice. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want there to be that control. And, uh, and yeah, I kind of hate, I hate that this, that we're, there's a sudden de- debilita- debilitation of everything. Is that a word? Debilitation? Yep. Of everything because we were reliant on the system that it doesn't really, I mean, it works. It worked for, it's worked for me. I'm very comfortable. You know, capitalism isn't like, it's not, I can't complain, mm-hmm. but I also know that it's bad. <laughs> yes. And the people that I love and care about are struggling and it's, uh, yeah, it's nonsense. So there's a lot of thoughts. How about you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Without crying, mm. what's... <laughs> the most important thing I've learned about myself in the pandemic? Um, that I have everything I need. So positive. No, it's not, though. Like... <laughs> Uh, that that realization comes from feeling like I am all I have to rely on. Mm, that you are everything you need. Yeah. That, like, Greater than you have, but you are. The most solid and consistent and reliable and uh, capable person I know is myself. Mm. And I, I think I've touched on that in previous episodes where it's like hard to kind of go, oh, I, I'm going to, I need to have... I have that external person. I'm going to rely on them. And then a lot of times in your life, they, they'll let you down. Yeah. And you go, okay, I guess I have to learn how to do all this stuff. I guess I'm the one that has to carry this because I'm, I'm, I'm the only one I can completely rely on. And this is it. Like, is a, it is sad. I, my biological drive has ended. I don't have the desire to have children anymore. So now mm-hmm. I'm like, why do I actually need a romantic relationship? Oh, so this is then that you go to that? place well yeah it's hard not to but is what is the what like and and we're you're talking about kind of like a long obviously you have drives where you want to be with someone Mm -hmm. but why have a long term we should save this for another episode yeah this is a huge (laughs) can of worms here why okay that'll be my next curveball episode 32 why i have a long-term but that's your that's well it's for both of us i guess but 
yeah, so stay tuned to episode 32. We'll end the podcast here. Stay tuned to episode 32 where Kat and I will try to tackle the idea, wow, of why even bother having a long-term, serious, like one person for the rest of your life, how, wherever that's starting, relationship. That's a big question. Do we even believe in marriage? We, we sort of tackled it there, but this is even beyond... This is why bother? Why <laughs> bother? Um, this be is the name of the episode as well. What's that? Oh, that can be the name of the episode. Why bother? <laughs> we have uh, we're Cat and Joel. Uh, this is I do and I don't show. Um, you can send us your questions, your uh, existential crisis <laughs> questions to I do and I don't show at gmail.com. And, uh, of course, on Facebook and Instagram at I Do and I Don't Show. Follow us. Be part of our uh, show by sending us a question. We really uh, would love to answer more questions. And, yeah, I guess some sex advice questions. If, uh, if you find someone is just tonguing your vagina and it does nothing for you because it's probably not going to do very much for you if it's a repeated stabbing of a tongue. <laughs> a little bit of a tongue in there is nice, eh, Cat? But you don't want to repeatedly stab no. it. <laughs> No, let's make friends with the clitoris, guys. That's really where the magic happens. Um, And also, you don't have to just like put a finger in and out. That's not really going to do that much either. No, definitely it won't. (laughs) Have some tact. But anyway, um, have a great week. And man, I should have saved. You don't have to put a finger in and out of it either as the uh, sign off. (laughs) But um, oh my goodness. Um, it's always a good idea to change your light bulbs before they burn out.